some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Back in 2003, ACDC is inducted into the Rock Hall of Fame. Steven Tyler inducted them. Now, if you think about all of the people who could possibly induct ACDC into the Hall of Fame, maybe Steven Tyler doesn't immediately jump to mind, but here's what happened. Malcolm Young said in an interview, Steven Tyler's name sprang to mind right away. They wanted to thank Tyler for being so good to them back in the day. Malcolm said, quote, when we first came to the States, we were doing sort of club dates, things like that. Then Aerosmith heard we were in the country. They got us put on as a support act for them. And then when Steven Tyler would do interviews, he'd talk about us too. He got us onto the Midnight Special. He said what really sealed it was when we were at a gig with Foreigner, who had a big hit record at the time, and it was a big stadium. Aerosmith was on that bill too. Foreigner didn't want us on there for one reason or another, and it was Steven Tyler who said, well, if you're going to drop them, we're not playing either. He said, I thought that was brilliant. So when we look back and thought he was the man who helped the band when we first came to the States, we were grateful for that. He did say about going into the Rock Hall, though, which is maybe not an ACDC thing if you think about it. Quote, I know we came up for it a few times before and we were rejected too, so it was a bit of a sweet thing in a way, but to us, not an honor. We just had to go through with it in a way. I think it might have been better if we were ignored again. And there's the other side of it too. There's not a lot of rock and roll in that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, is there? Not true rock and roll. I agree, Malcolm. Motley Crue has launched its own line of hot sauces. Limited edition Crue hot sauce, available for 75 bucks. That's the set. That's U.S. plus shipping and handling. Includes six hot sauces, different heat levels. I'm not much of a hot sauce guy. I don't understand the idea of enduring your meals. Here they are, or a few of them at least. Shout at the devil extra hot. Uh, there's live wire hot sauce. That's a hot heat level as opposed to the extra heat. Dr. Feelgood, that's a spicy Wild side, that's a mild heat level. I might try this one, the Home Sweet Home Mango Pepper Hot Sauce. That's a mild heat level. More of a flavor. Might do that. Now, who do you get to sell these things? Well, Tommy Lee, of course. Put on chicken. Pour some on your burger. Chops of it. Put it on your ice cream. Put it on your girl's ass. <laughs> Molly Crew Hot Sauce, it's f***ing hot. Uh, Tommy Lee being Tommy Lee. So if you're a hot sauce guy, get that through their website. Just Google it. You'll find it. Okay, Journey was on the cusp of notching their initial platinum-selling album when they joined forces on the road with Van Halen, 1978. This is Van Halen's first tour. They were assigned to it by their new manager, Noel Monk. That's the guy who wrote his recent autobiography, but it was basically a Van Halen biography about his years with the band from being assigned to them before their first tour until he and David Lee Roth left in 1985. And apparently Van Halen just blew Journey off the stage. Now, this is Steve Perry talking. He says, you've got to remember, Eddie and the group were on their first tour with Journey. We brought them out to open at the 3,000 seaters we were doing at the time. I think the first one, according to the book, if I recall, was in Chicago. Steve Perry said they cleaned our clock plenty of times and woke us the F up pretty quick. They were so focused and so on fire. They were just relentless. That was the most musical relentlessness that I'd ever seen. Speaking of which, Eddie Van Halen's personally signed custom guitar, owned and stage played by Eddie, apparently on February 16, 2008 in Jacksonville, Florida, going up for auction. Now, the three that were auctioned last week, Wolfie was pretty quick to say they had nothing to do with him, and they weren't any of the legendary ones. They were basically touched by Eddie, maybe. One of them was given as a gift. 
Wolfie was not impressed. This one apparently stage played. As a matter of fact, on the listing for the auction, there's a photo of Eddie on stage playing this very guitar. It's clearly the same guitar. In any case, it's a Charvel. He signed it with a silver marker. He dated it as well, Van Halen 08. Bidding for the guitar begins at $30,000. Now, this is Nate D. Sanders Auctions, and he has got a great reputation, or at least that firm, that auction house, has a great reputation for their work. So this appears to be legit. That is the Classic Rock Files.